the language policy, you see, with us it was a little bit difficult because they wanted to, to use Africans as a medium of communication. So we thought at this time, probably the government, the Minister of Education, they'll have given the schools the choice of the language that they want to use in terms of communicating. But uh, gradually, institute that we're using Africans, I think the government is trying to integrate them so that they must use a language that is common, that can be used by everyone. But we are still far, we have not yet reached the ultimate goal of the struggles of 1976. So I'm sure now you, you know that um, in, in former Model C schools, they've only got a choice between um, English and Afrikaans. Um, maybe even you've got grandchildren and only all that can, they can do if they're attending a former Model C school is English and Afrikaans. What is your feeling about that? Uh, you see, the model, the model C schools uh, and their differences with the township schools, uh, the model C schools, there's still the element of discipline in terms of uh, teaching school uh, students. That's why many parents are going to the model C schools. And at the moment, you know, when you go back to the issues of uh, oppression, colonialization itself, the most common language which has been used is English. For instance, the interview I'm having with you at the moment is English, of which one would accept that English at the moment has become the medium of communication. And that means if they want to introduce our indigenous languages, that means a thorough research needs to be done. I don't know how it's going to be done because... Uh, most of young people of today, the language they are using is English compared to any other language. But uh, I always say the nation that does not know where it comes from, it will be a nation that doesn't know where it going because the issue of indigenous language is very important and we should not allow them to die. For instance, in Maurice Isaacson, we had different indigenous languages that we were taught, Zulu, English, and Tuana, and in the Model C schools, it doesn't seem that has been catered for. Where students uh, must also be taught, if it's a Tuana-speaking student, they must also know the language that they is being used at home as much as is using English as a medium of communication. But you see now, I spoke to, I spoke to a couple of um, pupils that are attending um, for Model C schools, and um, and I asked them, what, how do you feel about the, um, the, the language policy there? And everyone is saying that, you know what, they don't like Afrikaans, you know, and it's difficult, they don't understand it, and it's going to take them um, anyway. So that's where I'm actually basically coming from. Um, what do you think should be done in that case? Because even young people are seeing this, high school pe- pupils. The, the main problem that will remain with us, which has become the legacy, Africans is the language of the oppressor. So it will not only be a language that was not good for we at that particular time, even in the, our children and the grandchildren will always have a problem with Africans, whether we use it as a medium of communication or not. Uh, but at the same time, South Africa is a unique country, it's diverse, 
We are not saying other people should not use their language. But for Africans to become dominant over Swana or Spedi, uh, that becomes problematic. We still think that young people and the grandchildren, our grandchildren to come, they must be allowed to, to have the opportunity today to use their own mother tongue.